<laughs> oh my lord, I am watching this hilarious girl on TikTok by the name of Kimberly Pizzo. Kimberly P-I-Z-Z-O. She does incredible impressions of Lord Voldemort from Harry Potter. So funny, you guys. Check her out on TikTok. Literally, I need some lighthearted comedy right now, which is why I've literally been uh, down the TikTok rabbit hole for the past, like, literally six hours while I've been glued to the news watching uh, post-election results. But uh, that's just me. Hi, everybody. Happy Friday, November 6th. How are you all? I hope you're all in good spirits, given what's going on in the world, this craziness post-election. I'm sure much like you, I am literally glued to the television, just awaiting the results. From Arizona, Pennsylvania, Nevada. What the hell, man, is going on? Um, but I am very optimistic. But, uh, you know, lots been said. Uh, there's one party who is being very composed, telling everyone that every vote should count, and that's the process. And then there's another party, the party that seems to be a, um, you know, not so flattering of... A portrayal of what's going on in the world that says things like fraudulent votes are happening, which we all know is not true also. So I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to get into what the president said today because many of his statements were very dangerous and it was false propaganda that he was spreading. Um, and I'm just going to say we just got to keep on waiting. And once those results are out and once uh, either party has reached 270 electoral votes, which I think is such an antiquated, out-of-touch, out-of-style system that needs to be amended. I will then come on here and do an entire episode dedicated to post-election drama. But aside from that, I have four great stories for you guys today, and that's what I am here to do as the Mistress of Pop Culture. Hi, everyone. It's Andrew DeVitri. I hope you're all doing well. Thank you so much for tuning into my show. Um, I didn't put out an episode yesterday because I was just too immersed in what's going on in the world. Also, Interesting little uh, social experiment I did. I went to bed at 12 last night. Literally got into bed at 11.55 p.m. And I woke up at 7 a.m. today. It was glorious to get that much sleep. And it was also really nice to go to bed that early. Because usually I'm a night owl. I don't go to bed till like, you know, 3, 4 in the morning. I like to watch a lot of movies. I like to do a lot of work really well in the night. Um, you know, I'm a night owl. But I thought I'd go to bed really early last night. Also in part because I was so tired from watching the post-election information. It's literally been all-consuming. That I thought... Um, I hit the hay early and it did me well. And I think I'm going to do it again tonight if I, you know, if I can manage. I'm just, you know, right now going down the uh, rabbit hole of the Hobbit movies, which were put back on HBO Max, which I'm so stoked about. Um, but yeah, aside from that, let's uh, get into our four stories of the day. So I guess the big story of the morning is Claire Crawley and Dale Moss are engaged. I don't know if you guys are Bachelorette fans. Um, I'm not, but I am reporting this story just because it is my job. And is it a big story? And I... I I've been listening to what other people have said about Claire Crawley and, you know, sort of the way she's been acting on this. I think this is her second season or third season of The Bachelorette. I'm not quite sure. Don't quote me on that. Don't hold me to that. Um, but yeah, let's read the story and then we'll, you know, do our thing. Um, it's a happy ending that arrived early. Claire Crawley and Dale Moss are engaged. Just four episodes into season 16 of The Bachelorette. Excuse me, the lead of ABC's hit romantic franchise found the one in a way that's completely unprecedented, just as Chris Harrison teased time and time again the Thursday, November 5th episode proved that Claire not only delivered an explosive plot twist, but that she absolutely blew up the Bachelorette. Yes, this means the lineup of men competing for Claire's heart were totally devastated and pissed after the rose ceremony and cocktail party were canceled. And yes, this means that Bachelor in Paradise alum Tasha Adams, who I've heard many people are excited that she's, you know, usurping the throne, 
um, is now the new Bachelorette. But before we begin fantasizing we as an e-news about what's next, will the men get out of the limo for Tasha again? Does she get an entirely new batch of guys? Let's focus on the magical proposal itself. Claire made it clear that the only man she'd walked down the aisle for is Dale, telling producers, I'm so far in love with Dale. We have this connection where it feels like I've known him forever, that it's the intangible chemistry that you can't make up and you can't replace. It's something that is so rare to feel so connected to someone when you've only known them for such a short period of time. After a conversation with Chris, during which she swore on her dad's grave that she did not correspond prior to filming, the pair decided that Claire would cancel the night's cocktail party and rose ceremony to focus on Dale. Uh, I guess before I continue this, article one thing i've always really questioned about the bachelor and bachelorette franchise which many of my friends love and i'm not shitting on it at all it's just like how can you fall in love with someone so quickly like i understand dating someone and you're like oh my gosh i really like this person but marrying them or proposing to them after weeks or months i mean it happens i i totally know that i'm not a propose i'm not an anti or i'm not a naysayer non-believer in like love at first sight i totally believe that that's a thing but It's just a lot to put on the line to get married so quickly. My gosh. Um, Over an intimate dinner, Claire professed her love as she, as the pair, bonded over their shared experience of losing a parent. When it was Dale's turn to reciprocate his feelings, he did not hold back. Um, Quote, when we met, I felt love, and that's what I came here for, Dale shared. I'm falling in love with you through this process. I'm not afraid to say that at all. My heart is open. I'm not going to fight that. I've been dying to share this with you. It's right here, right in front of our face. It's what it is to celebrate The Bachelor Presents. Listen to your heart winners, Bree Strauss and Chris Watson, serenaded the happy couple. Um, cut to the next morning, and the couple was shown cuddling in bed as they discussed their next steps. Chris is then informed. Chris then informed Claire and Dale was proposed that night, but she would first have to break the news to the other guys. Um, quote, I just have so much respect for you guys that I would never want to lead any of you on. She told them reactions were mixed at best with Kenny, the boy band, the boy band manager, demanding an apology from Claire for faking it. Most, however, bid Claire a fond farewell. Um, and then she was off to start the rest of her life with Dale. Come proposal time, Dale spelled out exactly how he feels about a future wife. From the moment I stepped out of the limo, this was special, he told Claire. I know you and I, we both felt it immediately. There was absolutely no denying it. You made it so clear and apparent at every phase of this that you believe in us, you believe in you and I. Um, I know without a shadow of a doubt that you would go to the end of the earth for me, and I'm so grateful for that. I want to make you happy each and every day. So with that being said, Claire, will you marry me? Dun, 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 dun. He asked before she responded with a resounding yes. Before they could properly roast to their engagement, Claire presented Dale with her final rose. It's wild, right, that we're here right now, but when you know, you know, Dale told cameras, this is how it's supposed to happen at the beginning. We saw this coming a long time ago. We saw this coming. I felt it, Claire said, to which Dale responded and accepted it. Um, And then, of course, there's many mixed reviews, and I guess all the same guys are going to say for this new queen who's going to come onto the show, but I just wanted to report about that because, you know, that's a big story. So congratulations, because you know what? Love knows no boundaries, so I really do hope they have a really loving and successful future together. I'm a huge uh, supporter and I root for love, you know, love, love wins everything, you know, love, it's all about love. I mean, I am not in love at the current moment and I actually never think I want to be in love. Actually, I am in love. I'm in love with my dog. The dog, my dog Chai is love of my life. He's a three year, almost three year old multi is going to be three years old on December 31st. Oh my God, he's going to be such a big boy. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I, you know, I guess that's the tea. Okay. Second story of the day. Oh, by the way, that story was from E! News. Second story from uh, e! News is also, it's for, also from E! News, but it's a bit of a scandal. Celebrity pastor Carl Lentz admits to infidelity in first statement, 
since firing. Um, I don't know if you know Carl Lentz, as I literally just learned who he was today, but he's a very handsome man. I guess he's been linked to Justin Bieber, Selena Gomez, Haley Bieber. He's a bit of a, you know, uh, he's part of this church that's, um, excuse me, in existence called Hillside, I think it's called. Um, oh, Hail Song. Okay, let's read the article and we'll dissect. Again, once again, celebrity pastor Carl Lentz admits infidelity in first statement since firing. Carl Lentz is speaking out following his firing from the position of lead pastor for the Hillsong Church in New York City. <clears throat> Excuse me. On Thursday, November 5th, the 41-year-old shared a statement to his Instagram explaining the moral failures that Hillsong Church Global Senior Pastor Brian Houston said were the cause of his termination. He began his post by reflecting on the time he served the celebrity-adored church, writing, quote, our time at Hillsong NYC has come to an end. This is a hard ending to what has been an, the most amazing, impacting, and special chapter of our lives. Leading this church has been an honor in every sense of the word. It is impossible to articulate how much we have loved and will always love the amazing people in, its, in this church. However, let's acknowledge that he didn't practice the messages Hillsong preaches to its massive congregation around the world. Quote, when you accept the calling of being pastor, you must live in such a way that it honors the mandate. He continued that it honors church and that it honors God. When that does not happen, excuse me, I have to, <clears throat> oh my goodness, I have a <clears throat> little bit of a tickle in my throat. Oh, it's probably because I've been chatting and gossiping with my friends so much about what's been going on in the election that like, I literally have no voice left, sorry. Sorry, I'm gonna start this paragraph again. However, Lentz continue, acknowledged that he didn't practice the messages Hillsong preaches to his massive congregation around the world, quote, when you accept the calling of being a pastor, you must live in such a way that it honors the mandate. He continued that it honors the church and that it honors God. When that does not happen, a change needs to be made and has been made in this case to ensure um, standards are upheld. Lentz claimed that while he and his wife, Laura Lentz, gave, quote, everything to their congregants, he helped, he failed to help himself. He explained, um, I did not do an adequate job of protecting my own spirit, refilling my own soul, and reaching out for the readily available help that is available. When you lead out of an empty space, you make choices that have real and painful consequences. I was unfaithful in my marriage, the most important relationship in my life, and held accountable for that. The pastor said, this failure is on me and me alone, and I take full responsibility for my actions. Um, Lenz stated that he now begins a journey of rebuilding trust with his wife and their three children, Charlie, Avon, Roman. The pastor added that he's not only sorry to his loved ones, but to the congregation who was shocked by Wednesday's announcement of his dismissal. I am deeply sorry for breaking the trust of my of many people um, who we have loved serving and understand that this news can be very hard and confusing for people to hear and process. Um, I would have liked to say this with my voice to you in person because I owed you that, but that opportunity I will not have. He said, so to those people, I pray you can forgive me and that over time I can live a life where trust is earned again. Um, now I personally don't subscribe to any type of religion or any type of faith or practice, um, except for faith in like Bloomingdale's, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding, not really. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's owning it. He's taking responsibility and, you know, apologizing on his behalf of his infidelity. Um, and you know, that's, I guess that's how you begin your journey of uh, healing and uh, trust, rebuilding trust with your family. So I'm sorry to his wife and children, but I'm, you know, I'm, Sure that, <clears throat> hold on, <clears throat> sorry, a little bit of clogged throat. Um, I hope that his family and uh, he heal and um, the church, I guess, I don't know if they replace people, I don't know how it works, but yeah, it's a, always a sad thing to hear about infidelity, um, but it happens, you know, it's the world we live in, it happens, people stray. 
Okay, third story of the day comes from page six. Somebody who I love, somebody who I don't think I've ever, ever talked about on this show, The Mistress of Pop Culture. So welcome, welcome to the show, P. Diddy. Sean Diddy Combs throws epic 51st birthday in Turks and Caicos. Oh, I love Turks and Caicos. I went there in 2017. It was fabulous. It was glamorous. It was just like literally the toast of the islands that I've ever been to. So fab. But I haven't been in a while. I haven't been anywhere in a while. Nobody really has because nobody can travel. Okay. Perhaps taking a page out of Kim Kardashian's tropical birthday bash, music mogul Sean Diddy Combs threw an epic bash to celebrate turning 51, 51 on Wednesday in Turks and Caicos. Um, DJ Most spun tunes while his wife, DJ Kiss, and several celebrity pals danced poolside Mary J. Blige, um, who will always be known as Mary J. Bill, since the comeback joke feed and all that, then that's fine. Watch the comeback on HBO. Uh, Mary J. Blige, Nas French Montana, DJ Ruckus, Drea Michelle, and choreographer Lorianne Gibson. Oh my God, I love Lorianne Gibson. She... Oh my god, she choreographed a lot of Lady Gaga's earlier videos and she was on the show on E! about, like, dancing. Um, were guests to celebrate Diddy. Uh, during a set, Moss played tracks by longtime Diddy pal and protege Little Kim. We here, we as in page six. Diddy posted videos of the scene on Instagram of himself dancing around a fire pit with Nas, Bilge, Blage, and Diddy's sons Justin and Christian, who also performed guests, uh, noshed on decent food and sipped cocktails that were made. Notch from Diddy's uh, De Leon Tequila and Siroc Vodka Brands. The Lavish Bash even had fireworks, a uh, fireworks display, and a source told us that Diddy spent Thursday hanging out with Mary J on the beach. Kardashian faced backlash on a recent over-the-top of bash, prompting some fans and cultural critics to allege the display was in poor taste during the pandemic. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, if you had the money like Diddy and Kim K did, you'd be there too. Oh, I would so be there. But um, congratulations, happy fifty-first birthday, B Diddy. You're such a talent. You're so fabulous. I love the guest list, and it sounds like it was a glorious uh, event. Um, I mean, Turks and Caicos is fabulous, and if you ever get the chance, when you know, hopefully everything is settled with COVID and traveling is safe and there's a, a vaccine and you know i implore everyone to get out there i mean when i went my family went to this gorgeous house i mean i'm gonna brag a little bit we rented this gorgeous house right on the water with this gorgeous infinity pool it was like literally fabulous but you know what you know what? you gotta live okay and now we get ourselves to our final story of the day wah, wah, wah. actually it's a really sad story because it's about somebody who's gone through a lot in life and uh this is from tmz Lamar Odom, his engagement is off with Sabrina Parr. Uh, she says the NBA star needs help. Lamar Odom's fiance says she's called up their engagement and is raising new concerns. He's backsliding in life. Quote, y'all know I'm honest and transparent, so I have to be the first to let you guys know that I am no longer engaged to Lamar, Sabrina Parr posted Wednesday night on Instagram. Um, this has been a difficult decision for me to make, but it is best for myself and my children. Here's the troubling part. Quote, Lamar has some things that he alone needs to work through, Parr said. I love him dearly, but I'm no longer able to be by his side when he, while he seeks help he so desperately needs. Parr did not specify what she's concerned about, but Odom's issues are no secret. He struggled with substance abuse over the years and nearly died from an overdose during a 2015 incident at a Nevada brothel. Quote, I wish him all the best and I'm asking that you pray for everyone involved, Parr added 40-year-old. Old Odom, excuse me, had proposed to bar a fitness and life coach at Mile Sheffy's Prime 112 West Restaurant in Miami back in November while dining with pal Nini Leakes. Hey, um, they had only been dating for three months at the time, but felt there was a connection before that. Lamar, of course, was married to Chloe Kay. Um, really, really sad to hear that. And I'm not going to speculate or allege about any type of, um, what is the word, relapse on, or drugs or substance, but... I wish him my best, and I love Lamar, and he went to my alma mater, so I hope everybody heals. All right, everybody. Oh, <clears throat> those are my four stories of the day. We're going into a big weekend because I'm sure results are going to be announced eventually, but um, 
you know, just keep the faith. Be kind to one another. Wear a mask. Don't uh, sling mud. Rise above it. You know, as Michelle Obama says, go high, baby. Go high. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you so much for always listening to me. I'm so grateful. I love you all. Take care. Bye.